0: Welcome to the Behind the Surface podcast, presented by the International Surface Fabricators Association. ISFA exists to serve industry professionals involved in the fabrication of manufactured surfacing materials. With each episode, Behind the Surface inspires fabricators to take their business to the next level. Now with your host, Nancy Bush.
1: National Service Fabricators Association and welcome to the Behind the Surface podcast here from Coverings. I'm here today with Frank Sherino, who has over 20 years in the fabrication industry as a fabricator and currently is the managing partner of quote Countertops and Granite Gold Services. And Granite Gold Services is a full line of cleaning and stone care products for stone and manufactured surfaces.
0: Correct, correct.
1: And Let me just tell you, I spent the last 15 years telling people that they don't need to put anything on their quartz countertops. And I was right, you don't, but it's sure a lot nicer when you have some quartz bright on those countertops, I know, firsthand. So thanks for sending that to me, Frank, and welcome. And tell me a little bit more about Quote.
0: Oh, great. Thank you, Nancy. Thanks again for having me here live at Coverings. So I'm managing partner, president of Gold Services. You know, we have protection plan and home service technicians and obviously the Gold products, but also managing partner, CEO of Quote. So Quote Countertops, Quote Kitch- Kitchen and Bath, it's a software company for the fabrication industry where it lets a consumer design and quote their dream kitchen from their cell phone, from a fabricator's website, in the showroom or in the home.
1: It's super cool. And yesterday here at Coverings, I led a conversation on color cues and designing your sales process using color as a filter. And really, Frank's system, quote, can really take that to that digital level, right? And yesterday, um, I shared with the audience that color books are so basic and universal, the safe artistic medium, right? And really, what, what a digital system can create is that Blank masterpiece, right? So you don't have to be an artist. You don't have to start from square one. But you can pick that personalized color. And you can get your customer emotionally engaged, which is so important. got to capture that emotional attention.
0: Yep, it's very different. You know, 20 years in the in- industry, we... You know, we go have a customer go look at the wall, right? And they pick out their quartz or their granite from a wall. There wasn't the technology out there, and it wasn't a design experience. And now, this day and age with the software, the digital software, you can give a better experience to the customer.
1: And you know, a recent study by CWP says that 73% of globally of consumers rate customer experience as their number one driver of making a purchasing decision. 73%. So unless you're in Japan, which is down in the 30%, <laughs> you want to make sure you have the right experience level, right?
0: Right, and right. And, they, and, you know, and it's all about your brand, the experience that the customer has with your brand. And when they come into your showroom, it's not just, you know, installing it. It's the whole process when they walk in the door. So allowing a customer and all consumers, when they buy anything, you, you have to answer those three questions, right? How much is it? You know, when am I going to get it? And what's it going to look like? And nowadays… There's so much competition, and that customer experience is so important, so having a software or a sales plan is very important.
1: For sure. Like a color book to a masterpiece, right? Right. And, you know, I think one thing, Frank, that is just critical in the process of discovery is really really honing in on the timing of your presentation, right? When are you going to time the presentation of a color for that masterpiece, right? Because... 90 seconds is on average what you have before a customer makes that decision, wow. right? 90 seconds. And of that 90-second time frame, 62 to 90% of it is based on color. So again, super emotionally driven. What a better way to start a connection with a customer than figuring out what, what lane they're in color temperature-wise, right?
0: Well, and I, I love what you do. It's very important. Now when you look at how many different quartz colors there is, you know, look at the natural stone color, salt surface, it's a very overwhelming process for a customer. You know, just white quartz alone, there's so many different ones. So going through the queue process and having a, you know, your sales associate help them with the design and to make it hassle-free and get them to the right color and product quickly uh, to make it such a much better experience for the consumer.
1: That's the goal. You know, yesterday I spoke about the different color temperatures and how important that is, mm-hmm. and how quickly a customer can use a mood board to determine those. And I suggest that those color mood boards don't aren't associated with your actual countertop surfacing materials. And the reason for that is, again, you wanna hold on to that emotional engagement. It's kinda like when you go to buy a new car, and Frank, there's a line of Teslas.
0: <laughs> right? Yeah, right. Yep. there's a
1: line of them. Which one are you gonna walk over to, Frank?
0: Right, it's all. Well, I, I like black. You know, my car's black, so, so it's over. Uh-oh. I'm <laughs> yeah, in that, w- that
1: didn't even take five seconds. Yeah, I know
0: exactly exactly what color I wanted. You sure I'm did. Easy, easy so, shopper.
1: So why would I try to talk you out of that? Right. Right. But the bigger question is why would I why would I present those first? Right. Before figuring that out with the customer and walking them over to it, because it brings up a really important point. Now you've already lost Frank. Frank's running over to that black Tesla right, na- right now. He's there. But what you haven't sold him on is heated leather seats or Bose sound system or extra, extra warranty or any of that. You've lost him. He's gone. He's already driving off in that Tesla. And he's like, oh, hey, did this have heated leather seats?
0: Right. Good point. And no, we don't do it. Uh, good job in the industry on upselling, you know, raising the average ticket. When you go to buy your smartphone, you spend $1,000 on the phone, but you also buy the case, the, the glass protector, the wireless earbuds. Same thing happens with countertops. You know, we, we have this thing where we don't want to shop with other people's money. It's, let the customer decide. And what could happen by not upselling is actually you'll get buyer's remorse. So if you're worried about, oh, they already spent $5,000. Will they spend more? Don't worry. They'd rather you give them all the options. Let them say No. Because you don't want a customer going to their neighbor, seeing a nice waterfall panel on their island, and say, Hey, my fabricator didn't even tell me that was possible.
1: Nothing worse than FOMO. Right? Right? So I think it's really, really, again, important to, to think about the timing of the sales process, right? And really, really tapping into that, really spending some time, you know, from stem to stern before you even start designing your showroom, whether it be visual digital or in person mm-hmm. right all of that needs to align with that sales process super important
0: right good point i mean you have to have a process and you have to have the tools to get through that process are you making it easy for your sales team or are they all quoting the same way so obviously with the visualization the quoting tool you have related features you can go through doesn't matter which product as long as you have a quoting product that can take your salesperson your customer through that process but you get a good point is there's there's pre work to be done, right? There's a questionnaire, there's questions that you have to ask a customer before you even get to that point. It's not here's your drawing, I'll just get you a quote. There's a lot of questions like you were talking about when you talk about the colors and that sort of thing.
1: Well, again, it all comes down to that almighty experience, right? Right. And one thing that I also bring up in my conversation yesterday, before we ever get to that emotional attachment of color, is, you know, are your sales team selling? the products that support your business the vendors that you want to do business with the you know the types of materials that you actually do fabricate that you actually fabricate well and and can, you know can do well right.
0: with well that's a good point like you don't want to buy from 10 manufacturers, right? So you want to take the customer down a process where it's best fits for you and your business, where you can perform best, right? So you're going to take them through that sales process. You're going to find out what colors they want. Make sure it's a white so You carry certain white cords that you like to source. You put them that way, um, and it makes it easier for the customer. Now, a lot of people think that the upselling happens at sale, right? But it's not true. I mean, it's throughout the process. You know, there's software out there like Hot Sauce and some of those that – your templator can add the upgrades, right? And even your installer can add upgrades. So it's not just at the sales process. You lost the customer. You, you know, it's a $3,000 order, and that's it. Throughout the process, the customer is re-engaged with your company, and you can keep adding those items. And you want to make sure that you have a process, you have a tool to make it easy for your team to offer those upgrades to the customer.
1: For sure. I think that's where the digital platform, being the color book, and then introducing the colors in a way that are just... Completely fail safe, right? right? Allow you that experience that is so positive for a customer, right? So all the way through, from beginning to end, you've laid out this entire process, and you can have filters built in for the materials, the color groups, the styles, the add-ons, right. and by the way, do your customers a favor and make sure that you have everything there and prepared for them. Because they've come, to, they've come to you to buy.
0: Right, right. Presentation's everything, right? That's your first experience. The, it's the first impression of your company is how they treat it when they walk in the door. Do they have to wait? Is everything presented to them professionally, right? Are they able to look, to see, to the design? They're just looking at a picture on a wall. Or are they looking at a sample? Do you see them? Are they interacting with the customer? And you're going through all those options in the process. They sign up, and they you know, make it very smooth.
1: That brings up something that Eric Tryon talks a lot about, and that's standard operating procedures, right? Right. And sometimes we kind of forget that with salespeople. You know, there's so many different sort of styles and ways that they go about the sales process, but is that really what's best, and is that really what drives, you know, the sales numbers growth?
0: And it's so important. It's, I mean, if you don't have any sales, you have no business, right? It's one of the most important things you can have. And it's funny, it's a good point. It's, we don't spend the time. You know, we have those practices, best practices throughout the shop and the field, we don't think about how important the sales and marketing end of your business is. And that's where we need to spend the most attention. Now, a lot of fabricators I talk to, they want to grow their business, they want to grow their business. It's a lot harder to go get new work, right? So if you want to raise a million dollars more in sales, it doesn't have to be all new sales. You can just raise your average ticket. Your average sale goes from 3000 to 4000 It's less overhead. You have to hire less people. It's better business. More profit. You want to be more profitable. You don't want more revenue. You want more profit.
1: I've seen it a million times where companies are their gross annual sales are way higher but their overall margin is way lower and I think that that really that really speaks to just starting out with a great plan from the very beginning you know what does that process look like which who are your targets and truly what customers do you want to have because that's going to change what type of experience you're going to build right And right. the in the ideas and the thoughts between the you know the color temperature conversation standard operating practices and of course the digital tools that are available to really implement those is really universal right and right. it's not one size fits all it's what's best for your business and only you can really determine that
0: and you don't all the fabricators are doing it or a lot of fabricators are doing it you're not missing out most you know, a lot of fabricators I'm talking to that are upselling. There's products that you don't think of, right? So you can do a protection plan, you can sink and faucet, you know, chip minimizer, digital slab layouts. There's always little add-ons to the order that we don't even really think about, and it's not just for retail. Most fabricators that I talk to, the really successful ones that do box store work, they upsell a lot, and they say you can't do the box store work unless you're upselling, because that margin's so tight. So, if a, you know, a box store order comes in, it's two thousand dollars, it should end up being 2500 2700 just by adding digital slab layout add a protection plan to the order uh, chip minimizer there's all these different upsell opportunities in products
1: where the margin lives much higher
0: oh yeah you, in some cases you make more money on the sink than you did on the countertop
1: you know it's interesting I read a study recently that said that the increased that you know attention to detail for that increased customer experience on average leads to a 13 percent bump in the price wow it's a nice little increase yeah it
0: makes it worth your effort and your time right that's a big bump and when you think about a lot of our fabricated you're built on referrals right that's your business but now your referrals are online so even that process made us how many times you've seen a a review and like they made they made the process smooth easy and it's very stressful you're trying to match your countertops to the paint to the appliances to the floor to the cabinet it's very stressful but to get a consumer through that process smoothly, and you have a better customer that gives you better reviews, and it gives you more business.
1: For sure. And, you know, I think there's a lot of conversation around that sort of hybrid model, kind of like we've been living in the last couple of years, right? We're here at Coverings Live, but, of course, there was a lot of virtual, you know, events the last couple of years, and I think that we've evolved into that sort of hybridized climate, and I think it's interesting, you know, the concept of having A customer come into a showroom, figure out their color temperature, and the salesperson giving them a defined link to where they can go and play for hours if they want to. So if they're not able to drag that customer across the finish line that day, which they should, but if they can't, they know that that customer can quickly get online and make all their selections, color their picture, and take as much time creating their masterpiece as they need while you're closing other customers, by the way. Right? And then call you and close the deal.
0: Right? Well, that's good. I mean, when you talk about the software, like, if you have a visualizer on your website, like a visualizer or a quoting tool, the customer has already started the process. So when they walk in the door, you already have their design. So they, they're designing, they're picking, you know, white quartz with vein. You already have samples. If you're going out to the house to do an in-home estimate, send them the design tool first. Find out what they like. So when you show up with hard samples and that sort of thing, you know exactly what the customer is looking for, and it'll impress them, right? You're so far ahead. Uh, with that customer than anybody else.
1: Well, because you're relating to them, again, on yep. a very emotionally driven level, which can't, couldn't be better, as you're running towards that black Tresla.
0: Right, right? Well, right, right. Well, think about, you're in your kitchen most, right? You think, you know, at your home, you're in the kitchen the most, and this is, you know, it's an emotional investment, like you said. So, you really have to make sure that your consumers aren't upset at the end. It's not what they wanted. It fits them, you push them to something. So. Just going through the design process, really learn what they like, what colors. Like you're saying, your whole process is great. It makes for a better experience.
1: Couldn't agree more. You know, Frank and I've been, we've been cooking up a little scheme. Right. <laughs> so for our ISPA members uh, in Q3, right, ISPA is excited to partner with quote and on our SurfacesMagazine.com website. We'll be uploading a visualizer that our members and their customers can use that will be pre-filtered using color temperature, which is what I spoke a lot about yesterday, um, with all of our manufactured surfacing sponsors. So we're really excited about that. That's big news for us. And thank you, Frank, for being such a great supporter of ISPA. We appreciate you so much. And thanks for coming in today and really sharing your experience so many years that has gone into everything that you bring and i think it's really exciting that your whole experience has been about being a fabricator right whether it's your warranty whether it's the add-on sale of the cleaners which by the way again are fantastic and and then now you know bringing it into the digital age the way you are with the visualizer it's, it's awesome, so thank you.
0: Well, you're welcome. Thank you for having me. Now, being a fabricator for 20 years, we didn't have associations and stuff like we have now. So we had a, I had to a learn a lot on the job. I had to fail a lot, right? They didn't have all these people out there to help like this and these tools that you give them, the education. So I really appreciate my way of giving back, and I, I know how important it is to have that outlet for help. So thank you so much for having me on today and looking forward to-
1: well, thank you. If you're interested in being a member of ISPA, be sure to shoot me a line at Nancy at or check us out on our website, ISPAnow.org. And with that, have
0: a great day. Thanks for listening. To hear more in-depth viewpoints, gain actionable insights and powerful tools to help you succeed, Subscribe to the Behind the Surface podcast presented by the International Surface Fabricators Association. To learn more about ISFA, visit our website at www.isfanow.org.